Hi guys, welcome to Life at Your Own World podcast. I'm your host, Paul Venus, and today I'm joined again by my husband, Jay, and today we're going to talk through our jaunt to London. Uh, yeah, it's it was an experience. And also later on this week, I will be releasing a bonus episode of this podcast because I spoke with someone that's a bit of a celebrity in the hair replacement world, so you don't want to miss that, so follow the pod. So, Jay, hello, how are you on this very stifling day in Edinburgh? Very warm. Very warm indeed. I need ice cubes. Could you sound a bit more flat? I don't, I don't think it was flat enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need more ice cubes. I'm too warm. That sounds like TARDIS talk. Oh, that's an idea for a podcast, eh? TARDIS talk. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're going on tangents already. <laughs> yeah, we're autistic. Get over it. So, where do you want to start from, Jay? Uh, to start from where we left to get to the train station, because we got a sleeper train. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeedy. Right, so, that was it Friday or Thursday we set off? Thursday. So, we th- set off on Thursday. Now, I had been awake since the Thursday 7am, and we got the train on Thursday at 11... 11.40pm. So, yeah, I don't know how many hours that is, but I was up out for a very long time. And by the time I got to London, it was like over 24 hours or something since I'd slept. So, we set off at night time to go to the train station. It was still light. Uh, we didn't have a clue where the platform was until about 10 minutes before departure. <laughs> is but, that right? Yeah, but they didn't know that the text we got saying we could go at half 10, they... That was not right, apparently, because they had not got told that we were cook early. No, there's not really a great deal of... Communication. Communication, no. So we sat and I've actually recorded a lot of content that I'm going to be making a YouTube video for. So if you want to see that, do subscribe to my channel. It's in the show notes for the link. And I've been posting already the reels to Instagram, so if you want to check that out as well. Just in case you like a visual. Yeah, so there was a bit of miscommunication because on the platform 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 boards it wasn't coming up with the departure time or what platform we were to go to. So by that point it got dark and it was a bit like because when you went into the the platform we had never been to this platform before. It was this really, really, really long platform and once we got to the platform we could see that the train was really really long. How many carriages was there in the train? 20 something. 20 carriages in this train? Something like that. Yeah, so it was called the Caledonian Sleeper Sleeper. Train. We didn't get one of those cabins where you had a room. We just had to sit with the masses on a seat. Uh, What was your initial thoughts when you got on it and sat down? So, okay, it looked alright, decent for the journey, but then, unfortunately, began our text saying, due to a problem on on, on the northbound journey this morning, where it was, there was no food and drink available on the train. Were we meant to get food and drink? We pay for it, but there's none for us to purchase. No, I mean, as in, no. as part of the ticket, no, did no, you no. pay for... No, no, but nothing to purchase, so... But was it meant to be like a, a like a trolley going up and down? I think so, unless there was a... Ca- I think there was a boofy cart, I think, like a... So, like, coach. there was meant to be someone yeah. saying, would you like some salty nuts or... Yeah, and there was a thing. There was meals. There was meals like mac and cheese you could order and stuff like that from the menu. So there was stuff you could have ordered, but they'd not have it. We could have had something to eat, and they never came. 
But it wasn't free though, you had to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's fine, but... Yeah, but they didn't have any on board. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the northbound journey was a problem. Listen, so. we need to make a complaint. Yeah. We, <laughs> do you know what we need to do? We need to act like like a couple of those really entitled, self-entitled influencers. Like, I didn't have this, I'm going to... I'm gonna, What's yeah. it they say? I'm going to cancel you, I'm going to out you. Yeah, and remember you got told as well that there was no toilet on our coach. Yeah, so on our carriage, no toilet. Yeah. And the toilet was leaking. And it was leaking halfway down our carriage and it was stinking. Yeah. So anytime you walked through this carpet, it was like walking through marsh. Yeah. Not yeah. Je- not Jean Marsh, but Marsh. No, just Marsh, yeah. Yeah. So that pissed me off. So what we had to do Did you use the 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 onboard toilet? because no, I don't like using public toilets very often, so I just kept it until we got to that to got to London. Oh, see I can't do that. Because I know I'm not gonna... You've got the bladder like the size of an orthopedic mattress. <laughs> Possibly, I... I've got the one size of a petit pois. <laughs> petit pois. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know, but it's just sort of talent I've got, I suppose. Ren's got talent next year? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, there's still... Oh, never mind. We're digressing again. Uh, yeah, so... How long will we on that train ride for? Seven hours. But we, it... we got there early, so it was for like six and a half. Oh, it felt a like longer than that. Uh, the people around us when we were going to London, from what I remember... Oh, sorry, am I boring you? No, Need to choke ba- back a huge yawn there. No. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. And it really annoyed me because the person in front was putting the, 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 the blind up and down. Yeah. Not thinking to look behind and say, do you mind if I open and close this blind? No. Where's the manners? And then someone else was trying to keep moving seats and kept, I'm going to the toilet and there's no toilet or I'm moving seats. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that guy that thought it was quite acceptable to keep changing seats and playing musical chairs. And going to the toilet when there's no toilet, you know. Yeah, he just would not sit still and I thought, this looks suspicious. Is he going to be doing something wrong in the train? Well, luckily not. Yeah, we, we were fine. So yeah, then daylight broke and we, it was interesting when you, like when the daylight was starting to cause like, I mean it's really light at about half past four in the morning just now yeah. because it's getting into summertime. I like summer and I hate summer. Do you like it? Lovely. Why? Warmer. Yeah, exactly. It, it, like, everything turns sticky. Yeah, but everyone's nice and colourful. Yeah, but you can't control the heat because the UK wasn't built for heat so like 80% of the buildings don't have aircon. Of course, true, but also when we were on the train, actually, we actually went past the McVitie's factory. We missed it. Is that the McVitie's factory that was featured in that programme we watched? Possibly. What's that one? Is it Inside the Factory? Uh, yeah. BBC? Possibly. Yeah. I love that show. What was your favourite one being, quickly? I'd probably say Ribena. Ribena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fun fact about how they make Ribena, <laughs> they extract the smell, do something to the Ribena mix and then put the smell back in. Yeah, they freeze it. How can you freeze a smell? I don't know. They freeze it and put it back in again once it's heated because obviously the, the heat loses the scent, the, the actual taste of it, the scent, the smell goes. Well, I suppose you do taste a lot with your nose, which yeah. is, it's true, but it's bizarre. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we get to Houston. Yeah, we get to Houston Station it's and I six. have a massive culture shock. Because <laughs> when, we when we walked out of the doors, I suppose, of this station... All I could see was industrial buildings, and I thought, is this it? It looked bleak. Yeah. 
no offence to any Londoners out there, but it just looked bleak, and I thought, is this all I've got to be excited for? True, and then when we try and find where we can get something Because it looked like some sort of harsh Parisian city. Yeah, and we try and find somewhere to... Now, th- now this is like getting towards 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning. I've not slept for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. When I don't sleep at the best of times, no one can communicate with me. No one. So, me not slept for 24 hours, nothing to eat, in a new city, we don't know where we're going, you can imagine what I was like. Well, we do know where we're going, just we didn't know where to find someone to Well, you, well you, really? Yeah. Well, that wasn't reflected in how you were talking to me, because I was saying, where do we go from here? Um, I don't know, let's check the map. Yes, I knew where I was going, checking the map. I so if you knew where you were going, why did you need to check the map? Because that's easier to find a better route to get there. So we found a place to eat and drink, but then there was no tables. Yeah, we went to this McDonald's, which had no tables, nowhere to sit inside, and you couldn't use the toilet. And, uh, yeah, the staff were, um, how would you describe the staff in that McDonald's? Not very nice. Yeah, I hate that word, nice. That's nice. <laughs> She was a bit. She could have been better. She just couldn't give a shit. No, and I mean, yes. Yeah, I understand working at McDonald's is not the best place to work yeah. in the world. Then we then we get to the tube station at Warren Street, and then we where we're getting. Oh, was it Warren Street tube station? Yeah, I've never been on a tube before, so I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. Do have you been on one before? No, and then we went down, and then. Well, that surprises me because you've been on every everything else. No. Spoiled the... brat, single child. N- no, then um, we went down and then my tea spills out of the bag. Yeah, you'd bought a tea, it was put in a paper bag, and we're walking through this really long corridor to get to the tube, and the thing falls out the bottom. Your yeah. Bo- your, your bottom fell out. Yeah. I know, yes. Yeah, so. And we're like, do we leave this or what? Because it's not like we just magically take a mop out of a bag like Mary Poppins. We just left it because it was too busy. So while I'm dealing with these feelings of mortification, we're trying to find the right platform to get this tube thing yeah. uh, I'd only ever seen the tube on EastEnders and I'd only ever heard like noises on EastEnders I never realised how loud and fast it was it's yeah. like a roller coaster. it is yeah and down where the platform is it's so warm and all you can smell is oil yeah you can one good thing about the tube is though uh, the mice seem to be quite confident yeah, they are actually. They they're not scared. Yeah, the, yeah. The mice were like on the platform, weaving in and out of the people. I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. If this was Scotland, they wouldn't be near us at all. Exactly. I know. I know. Unless it was dazed by the oil smells. Maybe, but then we also when we got there, obviously we were too early. Yeah. yeah. How many hours too early before seven. we could check in? Seven. So it would have got to what's twenty four plus seven? Well, between two o'clock. I hadn't slept by that point for 31 hours. You'd had a sleep on the train, I hadn't. So 31 hours. About that, but tell me what we did next. What did we do next? I can't remember. Time to find our hotel. Yeah, because the hotel that we originally wanted to check into, it was a shared bathroom, and I thought, no. And it was one of these old, not updated for a while, B&B type places, wasn't it? So finally, we found somewhere else, which was where the hall, the Holiday Inn Express at Belgrave Road. Not sponsored, by the way. No. Bel, is it Belgrave or Bel Belgravia? Oh, Road? Belgravia is the area, but Belgrave is Pimlico. 
I'd only ever heard the name Pimlico in some sort of, it must have been some sort of comedy, because that's what we watch, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that was really nice, that street, it was very posh, very, uh, but... Again, culture shocks. Whilst we were walking up to that particular hotel, there was people putting their bins in the street and they get lifted, like, every day. Yeah. I Our landfill bin gets emptied once a fortnight. Yeah, it's because it's the area. They don't want to lick it. But up. this is Edinburgh. This is this, this is Edinburgh, the capital of the, of the city. Yeah. No, the capital of the country, sorry. Why do we not have that? Well, because we're not posh enough, dear. Pouch. Really? Not pouch. We, we pay enough council tax. I know we do, we're not pouch enough. By the way, I grudge every single penny of council tax, just putting it out there. No, we got up to the hotel and we realised we got managed to get in. But we booked it and managed to actually get in there and in, so you were happy. Yes, yeah, very happy because I thought, oh, I'm going to get a bed. I'm going to get a bed and a shower and a cup of tea. And we were put in the basement. Yeah. I loved that room. Yeah. I really loved it. And I'll be putting a video of it on YouTube soon when I can be bothered put, putting the all the clips together, the editing, I hate editing. Yeah, so the bed was, um, it wasn't firm, but it wasn't soft, it was somewhere in between, I like a, quite a firm bed, but not so firm that you feel like you're sitting on a block of metal. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, out, so like you came through the door, and there was the, the bathroom, then the bed, and then to the far end of the room, it was like a, Mini, di- mini, living mini, room. mini living room dining dining area and it had a window in it so I was quite happy that I had a window that I could get some fresh yeah, air. certain hotels and I'll mention orange ones. Mention them if you want. Like No, like easy hotels you have to pay five pound extra for each thing you want to grab like a remote or a window. How does that work? You just pay, you just pay for your hotel room and you want a window you pay five pound extra. If you so want. you pay like a basic rate and if, then if you wanted a window you'd pay extra. I think so, some, something like that. Stelios. I know. Honestly. So would you have to pay extra if you wanted like a I don't know an extra pillow? Yeah, and probably probably pay extra if you want a duvet and a and a pillow or actually. Well, surely it would come with a duvet. Or a pillow, you probably a have standard. Maybe you never know. So that was the first day, and it was on the first day that we went. the The purpose of why we went that night, we went to see. You Virginia Doubtfire, dear. And we went to see it at the chef's chef. I can't say this word without twisting my tongue. Chef's. Spray. Shaft Shaft there we go. Shaft spray. Shaft spray. Alright, shaft yeah. spray. Shaft spray. <laughs> shaft spray theatre. Yeah. Uh a very nice theatre. We went in and there was all the merch that you could buy of Mrs. Outfire. And I um I treated you to something. A brochure. Yeah. Program. A brochure. Program. A brochure. Program. I call it a brochure because that's what Hyacinth Bouquet calls it, a, a brochure. Okay, fair enough. And if you don't know, know that reference, you're either not old enough or not gay. Uh, yeah, so then we went to our seats. We were in row X. Yeah. Because when, I mean, the closer you got to the front, obviously, the more ridiculous the prices got. Yeah, and we were in the stalls anyway, so it didn't matter too much. Yeah, and we weren't sat behind anyone that was really tall, so we had quite a good view. Yeah. And you were crying your eyes out. We will get to that point. Okay, okay. Keep your wig on. Okay. Yes, it was. Keep a... your lace hairpiece on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have jokes about wigs. I'm a lace wig maker. If you're new to the pod. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, the people. Did you notice the people sat around us? I did. The guy that was sat next to me. He, 
he looked and sounded like he was something of Towie. It was brilliant. He had like the really white porcelain veneers, which I was not jealous of. Actually, I was. And he had this huge kind of straw hat, long blonde hair, which I think was his own. And he had like his BFF with him. Oh, yeah. And in the break, he said to me, now I'm going to try and do, <laughs> I'll try and do my best Essex accent, but I might muck it up. Here we go. He said, uh, excuse me, would you mind looking after our bags? No. How do, how do Essex people say bags? Bogs. Not bogs. Bags. Yeah, yeah. Bags. Yeah. Our bags. Don't worry, that bag there, it's just our smelly gym kit. And then she was like, oh my God, are you doing me a dirty? <laughs> Can you remember? Um, yeah, I do. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll look after your bags. Yeah, that's fine. And he was quite obviously gay because as the show went on, he kept commenting on the dancers and how handsome they were. Yeah. So it was nice to be amongst our sort. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah darling. Uh, sorry, the dogs just moved in. Oh yeah, and all the while I had to leave the kids behind. Well, I call them the kids, but you call them the cats and the dog. Yeah. Uh, so that I, w- I was missing them. Yeah, I've just been reminded of that. So if you're someone that's a a pet parent, I get it. You miss them. You love them. They're part of the family. Part of the family. Family. Hang on, I'm just gonna adjust myself. Oh, that's the mic. You mean yes, yes. You've got a filthy mind, filthy. Uh, so whilst I, I'm losing my words today. It's too fucking warm. Uh, where were we? See, this is what happens when you're autistic. You lose your chain of thought. The show, the show, show. Yeah. Going. So do you want to talk through part one? Oh, it was good. They they opened the show up with like a big curtain. And saying, say, Mrs. Doubtfire. A curtain in a theatre? Never. Yeah. Never. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, you had the projection. Yeah, and it was nice. And then the show starts, obviously, you know that I'm not going to bore you because you know the film. They want to know the details. Yeah. Because I'm the kind of person when I listen to a pod, I want to know all the details. Yeah, of course. People they skip come stuff. On and they have the scenes where, obviously, where Miranda and Daniel are fighting. So it's like a musical version of the film. Version of the film, yeah. Yeah, and they do that, and it comes on. And then one of then the third song that comes on is like one of the ones I've seen before. I wish I had the brochure near me so I could tell you it was in the cast. Well, we can do that later. Yeah. And, and it was also called um, Make Me a Woman. And had lots of references. I'll not say what they are, because you wouldn't want to see it. But there are lots of references to certain people in it. I mean, there will be spoilers. There yeah. will be spoilers. And it was a great song. Make me a woman. So if you're coming to this shot. podcast for the first time, thank you for listening. I do appreciate you. We do. We both do. Uh this was a, actually a Christmas gift from you. It was. To me, and the reason that it was so special to me is because my love of wigs started when I saw the film Mrs. Doubtfire as a kid. So, when I saw that film, that's when my fascination with wigs started, when you saw the scene when Robin Williams is in the room where he's got he's trying on all the different wigs and clothes and shoes and outfits and things. And as a kid, I thought, those look so fascinating to me and I want to know how to make them. And then... A couple of decades later, I did. And how did I tell you about it? How did I, how did I actually... Um... Well, at Christmas, <laughs> I thought he'd actually made me a just a, a slideshow for my gift. Just a slideshow with nothing attached to it. And I thought, oh, great. I meant to smile and nod and think, oh, oh great, you've made me a slideshow. What can I do, do with this? Because I like gifts that I can use yeah. and have nice experiences from. And so the way that he 
that Jay had designed this, it was like pictures and like me trying to add together what the pictures meant. Yeah, like a puzzle. So can riddle. you remember what you put in it? No, but it's like a riddle. It was a riddle. I had like different things like mixing up words and stuff and giving you clues and... So things. like you'd put something about doubt and then about fire. Yeah. And then that. wigs. Yeah. And I can't remember, did I instantly get it? No, you didn't actually, no. Because I only put a picture of McDonald's and somewhere in London and you thought we were going there for our thing. And I fooled you basically, but yeah, no, but you didn't get it straight away. Yeah, so eventually I got it because I can be a bit slow at times. And yeah, so that was obviously in December and we went last week to see it. And we did, it was great. You know, and it was a great show. Oh, the cast were just incredible. The wigs. <laughs> this is this is how ridiculous I am with wigs. Okay, I recognise from afar who had designed and made the wigs because I know how they how they work and then how I know I just know by looking at wigs who made them. How ridiculous is that? It's it's barely ridiculous, barely. Yeah, there's a. What's that a reference from? It's just an old. It's an old word. An old. Yeah, word. but you 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 reference oh, it from. You're at- you rang, is it you rang, you rang the Lord. That ain't nuisance. Yes, I recognise who made the wigs because I had to look in the brochure uh, to see who was Program. a wig designer and wig maker. Brochure! Brochure! Uh, yeah, I knew who that was, but I've never spoken to that person directly because I'm not. I'm one of these people that because I didn't learn in the theatre that I'm not good enough to talk to. Oh, 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 no, 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 Best yeah, part for me. I mean the whole experience of being in a theatre for us is yeah. you can leave the external world behind and just delve into this fantasy bit for a while. It's just better to switch in, off. It's better in films because you're in, you're getting to see the person, and you're amongst admire. people, other people enjoying it. Yeah, and you're actually, and you're getting seeing the people who you like to the cast of like other things we've seen. You've seen the actual people you love and seen on TV in person. Yeah, yeah. No, can I talk about one of the scenes? Yeah, talk about one of the scenes. Well, yeah. the one you really liked as well. It's when one scene when there were he's in trouble because he has to obviously in the film he has to go two places at one time. So he has to be Mrs. Doubtfire but, and, and Daniel. Daniel, but, yeah. yeah. But then the scene where he's then all these Mrs. Doubtfire comes on. And like, if you, I mean, if you've not seen the film, then I don't know what you've been doing. You must be living under a rock yeah. or be stuck to the side of a, I, a ship in, as a barnacle. In this scene, there's all these cast members come on with all of them, dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire with brooms and they're dancing about the place. Yeah, because it's like a bit of a tripping scene, isn't yeah. it? And the way that they choreographed that to the... Like, they were all completely in sync. Yeah, it was, and like... Aye, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that scene in Frasier where he's dreaming, which I'm a daydream in the car, and Lilith and Diane and all that turn up. It's that sort of thing. Yeah. But there was a, a couple of problems with the sex. It wasn't, was this the opening night? It was opening night in London, yeah, because it was London. already in Manchester and Broadway. Yeah, so obviously they have to get used to, I suppose, the size of the theatre and different rigs and things. Yeah, of course, because... And we actually thought it was part of the show, but the the was it? Would you call it a producer? Stagehand. Well, stagehand. So you know, one of the people that are mic'd up like Brittany, and <laughs> she came out and said, "Sorry, we're stopping the show." We thought it was part of the show. 
Yeah, we did actually breaking then, the fourth wall. Yeah, because that's what the guy next next to me was saying. He was saying, "Oh, you're breaking the fourth wall. It's breaking the fantasy." Yeah, no. <laughs> and yeah, then because I think they were moving because we love it when the, like the sets move. I love all that stuff. And uh, I think one of the sets got stuck. They didn't quite come together properly. And they had to fix it in case it fell over. You know. I know it was good. It's a brilliant show. Uh, and then it stopped again slightly. Yeah, and I, I kept thinking, oh no, is people being too loud? Are they being rowdy? Are they going to stop the show? And it's like, no. yeah, because there's been a thing lately that people don't know how to behave themselves. Yeah, so it's in the theatre. It makes you think. The one thing I would say yeah. though, I would say it's five pound for two drinks. They're maybe a bit steep. But five pound for two? That's not too. No. I mean, they weren't alcoholic drinks. No, no. So I mean, yeah, so it's a bit steep. But you know what? All the theatres had to close during lockdown, so I don't blame them for charging those prices. No, no. I know it's good. And then, so what else did we do when we are in London? Lockdowns that we don't agree with at all, but that's yep. enough for here. What did we do in that there London? What else? In that there London? That what, there what, London? What did we do in that there London? We did lots of, yeah, we did lots of stuff. So that was that. We, when we came out of the, the show, did we do something after that? Went to that there McDonald's for that there dinner, because we had no dinner. Yeah, we went for a really healthy McDonald's. I can't even remember what I had. We both had, both had nuggets and chips. Where was that? That was in the West End. We just after the after the theatre went up that way, and we had nuggets and chips together. I can't remember being there. We were, yeah, we were because we were trying to find the bus stop, and then we were to the McDonald's. We couldn't find it. Maybe but, it's because I was absolutely exhausted. Yeah, you literally the McDonald's was actually at the bus stop, so we were fine. Went and done that. And the bus we used was the 24 bus, which was one we used quite a lot, actually, because it takes you nearly everywhere we wanted to go, so... You know, it's nice being on a London bus, a nice red bus. Yeah. That has three doors. And we actually... We only have two doors in it. And we watched how they made... They were made, so it's more special for us, you know? Yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, Yeah, so apparently we went for McDonald's, got a bus home, and then slept. Not a bus home, bus is a hotel, because I'm not getting a bus home that Yeah, but I call it... When I go to sleep, I call it wherever I am, I just call it home. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks for saying that I'm wrong. You're, you're obviously one of these people that likes to tell people when they're wrong. No. No, you're right. If you want to call that, that's fine with me. I'm not going to complain. All right, all right. So the next day, what what did that entail? We went to Regent Street. Yeah, but in the morning. On the morning. There we, was something that happened in the morning that you're forgetting. We got up and we couldn't find the breakfast room. Which was three doors away. Yeah, I heard <laughs> I heard plates and cups and saucers and cutlery getting scraped. So we... Yeah, but let's face it, you were led by your nose. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Smell the breakfast and you were led by your was, nose. We had lovely we had lovely bowls of kedgeree and devil kidneys. We, that's our favourite, by the way. No, it's not. We've never even had that. We know what it is, but it's... No, yeah, thanks. Of course, yeah, we had, we had sausages. Well, you had sausages. Yeah, what did you have? Uh, I was still... Reeling from not having that much sleep, so I just had a couple of mini muffins, and I had this really, really nice coffee. Oh, it was really nice, nicer than Lavazza coffee, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. It could be Lavazza with something in it. That's a statement from me. It could be Lavazza with something in it. No, I don't think it was. Okay. It was really creamy, and I've made it really nice and sweet just to try and just yeah. just to perk me up. Perk me up, yeah. Yeah. Keep my strength up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mrs. Slocum reference, by the yeah. way. Uh, yeah, I had, yeah, and then you had your sausages and beans and toast. Toast, yeah, and tea. 
and muffins. Yeah, and I had a taste of one of those sausages, and they weren't that nice. Yeah, and the croissants as well were nice. And they weren't, they weren't like brown enough. I like my sausages cooked so they're almost black. True. Uh, yeah, I like black sausage. And the croissants were lovely, nice and flaky. I didn't have a croissant. And they're flaky. And they had the news on as well, so it was GP news actually they had on. Oh yeah. Aye. But they didn't have the volume on, they just had the subtitles. Yeah, and then, yeah, the women, the women in the breakfast supervisor were, she was a roller, she was lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we went... Yeah, the people that worked in the, in the breakfast room, they worked so fucking hard. So hard. Like, they, they were, they kept themselves con- constantly busy. They were really friendly to the... Patron? Is it patrons? Hotel board. Do you know what I was about to say? They were really friendly to the inmates. <laughs> no, it's not one of these prison hotels. No. No, no, no. The residents. I would probably say this. Guests. Yes, yeah. The, to the guests. That's the word. Guests. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that. And so what did we do for the rest of the day? Went to Regent Street. What did we do in Regent Street? We went to a famous food shop. It's all a bl- at this point in time, it's just a bit we of a blur to, to me. We went to a famous first shop. We went to a famous food store. Which one? Fortnum and Mason's. Oh, yeah, Fortnum and Mason's, which is a shop I've always wanted to go to when I've seen it on telly or on Instagram or whatever. Always. And is it the same as you see online? Absolutely. And it's all those things and more. Like Fortnum and Mason's to anyone that's listening from overseas or whatever. It's the kind of shop that if the Queen was still here, she would do like her weekly shopping. It is absolute, absolute luxury. Like jars of jam that cost £10. Boxes of chocolates that are like 100 quid. Pork pies. Pork pies? Yes. No, pork pie. What's that from? Probably Mr. Granger, but never worked. Pork pie. Yeah, so I did a bit of filming in there. People thought I was nuts, but I don't give a shit. And that was really, really busy. So, and then we kind of went up. Did we go up two floors? Yeah, we did. One of them was like for beauty and hand creams and things. I looked completely out of place there, so we didn't spend too long. There. It was, was mostly on the ground floor. Yeah, and one was crockery and went to the bottom bit. We tried to find biscuits. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like the, the, the fishmonger bit and then the other bit where they had like the posh meats and things. And then they had a, like a mini caviar stand. Uh, I mean, the closest that I've had to caviar is Codro. Of course, yeah. Love that stuff. But you only get it in like January. It's very seasonal. Uh, and then as we went up, the, it's like a spiral staircase. And in the middle of it was a this huge robin. And the store, it kept playing like bird sounds. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Uh, so, I mean, I don't want it. Have we given the gifts that we bought in Fort Mason's yet? Only one of them. Yeah, so, I mean, you... Actually, your mum does listen to the podcast, so I won't say what they were. But, yeah, we got a couple of gifts, and then in the next episode I'll tell you what they were. But, safe to say they were very modest. Okay. Yeah, so we went out, oh, and we got a nice... Uh, it's like a turquoise colour bag from Fort Mason's. Yeah. And we're chatting, the guy, the person at the cashier, or his name is actually real nice. Well, they have to be. Yeah, I know, because it's luxury retail. So. I wonder what they get paid in that shop. I mean, do you think they get paid to be that bit extra? Maybe, but I think it's more to do with the fact that they'll, they're where they are, and they're probably like, you work here, I've got the privilege, so you do it anyway, sort of thing, maybe. Really? Because, I mean, that doesn't put conflicts on the breakfast table, does it? 
Yeah, but the poly- but Londoners get more money than we get up here because they're so more expensive. Do they? Yeah. No, no. They've caught the live. They've weighed. Well, lot. arguably, we live in the centre of Scotland, yeah, so why don't we get more? No, because living wage and minimum wage is more in London because London's more expensive. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, so they won't get more. Nusk, but it won't be like to us. It would be a lot more, but to them, it won't be. It would be like similar we get. Yeah, so that was Fortnum and Masons, and of course, being in Fortnum and Masons, you tend to be in amongst people that are quite rich. So what did we do after that when we went to Fortnum and Masons? We went up to go into Hamleys. Hamleys, oh, that was a delight. Lots of children, but you can you can talk about that. I wasn't because Jay used to work in a branch of Hamleys here in Edinburgh. I did second branch actually. Um, it wasn't that be on end all. It wasn't so probably because I've worked there before. That I know what it's like, but it I know, wasn't. but it's like one of, another one of those things that when you see it on TV, it looks so much more magical. But it's not. It was dimly lit. It was just people. Well, dimly lit. That's isn't that quite good for people that have got sensory problems? Of course, but they were doing the magic pens. They were doing, but they weren't doing a lot of stuff. It wasn't. It was like our store. So like you, like the store that you worked in, it was just one floor. Yeah, families in London, it's seven so, floors, yeah, isn't seven, it? Yeah. But the way there was like it was now, it was like um, our store, but on a bigger scale. And that's saying something, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't worth it. And I didn't buy anything because I knew how much of it was dearer and a lot of stuff you, you tend not to buy. Why is that? Because it doesn't it last a few days or a week. I'm not going to say which ones because... You, not... you can say that. It's just an opinion. Yeah, a lot of stuff doesn't... We're not sponsored by anyone. A lot of stuff doesn't work. <laughs> A lot of the branded, their own branded stuff doesn't work the electronic because it's poor quality and it breaks. In your opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the staff were friendly enough. And I wanted one of those things, the, the, what do you call those things that they were flying, literally flying around? Boomerangs. No, it, was, it had lights and things on it. Oh, a Zorby. I want one of those. You could, but they're not that, they're not that good, but I'll get you one anyway. Oh, you're breaking the fantasy. I think these things are magical. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, be- I believe in magic. Yeah, and after that, we went to um, Liberty. And then we went to... Liberty's, what's... Is that the shop that's made out of a ship? I think, unless I've got that wrong from the documentary, part of it was made out of a ship, I think. The wood part of it, yeah, and it was lovely. So, is, is Liberty's, is that like a sort of luxury department store? Yeah, Liber- it's a luxury department store, and they don't like... Apparently, they don't like it called Liberty's, actually, partly. Liberty, apparently. Anyway, the um, yeah. Sorry, Liberty. That's what they like. Getting. Where's William Hanson when you need him? I know exactly. Watching keeping appearances, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I, I I love that show and I love that podcast. Sex did my help us sex my boss. It's I love it. But anyway. Ah yeah. So we went there and looked round and they had lots of stuff and it was nice. And then we went to Boots. Never bought anything in there. No, we went to Boots and then we got some. Because uh, the kind of job that you do and I'm a wig maker, we don't make lots and lots of money. Yeah, of course. Not yet. Not yet. Well, I'll tell you later about my new job, but that'll be later on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we went there, and we went round to another shop, went past, and then got back to the the, the hotel, and then, um, you know, hotel. yep, we watched um, Lorraine Kelly on TV, which was doing a drag show. Oh, yeah! Mm-hmm. What was that called? I can't remember, but it was quite good, actually. Yeah, it was a bunch of ce- uh, celebrities, and they were doing their first time in drag, so there was... Mr. Motivator. Mr. Mo, I mean, Mr. Motivator in drag, I thought, oh, yeah, but he was really good. Yep, Simon Gregson. Simon Gregson, and they had like, um, like drag queen mentors. So you had like Myra Dubois, Courtney Act, 
uh, Lavois. Yeah. I know the person who does Lavois's wigs. Really? Yeah, well, she's lovely. Uh, both Lavois and the person who does the wigs. So, to Jane Gage, if you're listening, shout out. Hi! Um, who else was in it? There was... It was Adam Widjat. No, I'm trying to think of the drag queens that oh. were on it. Uh... There was, oh, there was a couple of other ones that I can't remember, and hosting that was like it was the judges. So there was like Melanie C, Lane Williams, Lane Williams. Is that the guy from Bad Education? And he also Billy Elliot. He was Billy Elliot. Is he not in Jamie? Jamie. Jamie. And yeah. he was also in that sitcom from years ago. Was it Beautiful People? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. And yeah, Courtney Act. She was one of the judges, I think. Yeah, she was. Yeah, it was a it was a really good show, and yeah. it. And there was a guy that was was he on Love Island or something? Yeah. And there was a guy from Union J. And yes, Josh Shelley and there's also the rugby guy. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, my opinions of that. It's so refreshing that when you see a cis straight male trying that, because it's kind of like, this is normal. It normalizes drag. It normalizes queer people. Exactly. So that was that. Anyway. Getting back to what this part's about. <laughs> and the next day we went to, obviously we went, I'm not talking about that too much, but we went to see us in person, but we'll skip that just now. You know, no, we can we can briefly talk about it. So we went to see who, in my eyes, is a bit of a celebrity in the hair replacement world and someone that I've been working with for a while. Her name is Emmy and she's based in South Wimbledon. I've been working with Emmy for quite a while, and the way it works is she sends me designs and hair, and I make the hair pieces for her and send them back. Yeah. I'd never ever met her before. We'd only ever spoken on the phone and on video. Never met her before, and to meet her in person was an absolute joy, a privilege. And we went for a nice Italian meal, spoke about lots and lots of different things, had a bit of a heated discussion, but you know that's what adults do. We we have opinions and we agree to disagree. Yeah, and tell you we actually... And then when we left, I had to run back because I forgot my bag. Yeah, and then we am trying to get there. Oh, trying to get... We got on the tube. Oh, we wanted, you, to, get oh, the bu- we wanted to get the bus, but bus this is bringing an back hour and a half. T- too many memories. You can tell this story yeah, because... Yeah, we were going to get the bus, but an hour and a half on the bus and uh, went on the tube. So we we get told, like, you don't realise and uh, where we go. So we got off the tune, looking at the maps. We end up at Battersea Power Station, which is now our shopping centre not realising that we have to get back on that tube to go back to Kennington, to get off at Kennington, to get another tube to South Wimbledon, and then obviously, yep, and then we do that, and then we managed to find it, eventually. So, yeah, and we're not panicking, but we're like, which way did we go, which way did we go? And it was like, you know, it was Because so we're not experienced with the, the tube or you know, anything of course, like it, that. And it's so confusing, there's different lines, Jubilee Line, Victoria Line, and there's so many. Yeah, and then when you look at the, the map of the tube, it's like looking at spaghetti for me. Like, like white spaghetti on a plate. Oh, we've got something to tell you about, but something funny to tell you about spaghetti. But we'll we'll tell you about that in a wee while. Yeah. And so, yeah, that came to an end. Uh, we went back to the hotel. What did we do that night? We we just went back and watched something on TV because it was late time we got back, you know. Yeah, and then probably passed out. Yeah. Aye, and then next and by that time it was starting to get warmer and there was no aircon in this room and no fan. I cannot sleep without noise, so I have a fan on at home all during the night. Well, obviously I didn't have that in the hotel, so I had to put on a thing called green noise. Yeah. And it was just noise of air. Yeah. And that helped. Yeah. And then the next day we went to Oxford Street. On, yeah, that was on YouTube. 
He went to Oxford Street next next day. You wanted to go to Primark and stuff like that. No, I didn't. I didn't plan on going to Primark, but why? Why did you want to go to Oxford Street? We wanted to see the shops. We went to Selfridges and that. It was a bit daunting. Yes, and then we went to a Boots. Boots, and we went to. Is that the Boots where they have like the huge signs? That was one of Regent Street. Oh, was it? And we went to, and um, went to River Island and other shops there. Yeah, my favourite thing in the world. Getting clothes. We went, went to M and S as well. Yeah. Uh... Although by the time you got there, they were like, "We're closing in ten minutes." Right, and then uh, no, sorry, we're closing in ten minutes, guys. Yeah, we're in the food hall, and this woman was getting told off by another colleague because partly she wasn't packed fast enough. But I've done these boxes. I know you have, but you need to get some more done. And it's like, yeah, the pressure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we went and that, and then the day after that was the last day we were going to went to this nice restaurant called Oslo Meal. Was it not something we did before that? Are we are, you, are we not missing a day? Oh no, same day. The same day we actually went to the par- House of Parliament in the morning and went, went round the South Bank. So we yeah, so th- this was like yeah. the, the last day, wasn't it? Yeah. So we went to yeah the Houses of Parliament. I got some nice footage of Big Ben because it's all been, uh, I mean in recent years it's been restored and it looks gorgeous. And so, and then we walked right along the South Bank. Yeah, right, and see all the shops and stuff. Went back. And then we saw the Oxford Tower and then uh, I didn't real I didn't realize it, but uh, we uh, came to this point where they used to film this morning. this morning. It was, it was the studio after Liverpool, but before the current one, which is at Television Centre, yeah. and you can still see the the logo of it underneath the white paint. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it was good. And then, of course, behind that would have been ITV towers where it used to be. Yeah, and which then I think they're turning into like luxury flats possibly, or something. Possibly, yeah, we went right in there, and then we got a bus back, and then we went to the restaurant later on. No, there was other things. Oh, go on then. We went to the MS at some kind of street. Yeah, near near the Shakespeare Globe. Yeah. I went there. That was just past the Amazon shop, wasn't it? It was, yeah. The Amazon shop's weird because you... What's that, what's that, the proper name for it? Amazon Fresh. Basically, you go in, if you've got an Amazon account, and they don't take payment, they'll look at you for cameras and know what you've put on the shelf. For your How account. does that work? Because all AI and cameras. So, you... I, I don't I, so I can't pick I up a yogurt yeah. put it in your basket they'll know you've done it right put it back on the shelf they'll take it off how does that work because they know they look at you all the time that's why it's all cameras it's creepy I don't like the idea of that because it's more and more these days everything's being run by robots exactly and then after that we try and get a, we got back and get a, a bus back to the Different bus, so we go a different route. Go yeah, but before that, we sat in the sun having yeah. the driest sandwiches on earth. No butter. Ham sandwiches with no butter. Oh. No. And then we walked back down to the Thames, and then we walked back up again and got the bus. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Lots of buses. Yeah, and then later on, we did go to the restaurant. It was nice and a funny story, but that was... Two, these two people come in. Oh, yeah, they come in, right? I, I've got a different opinion about this, but you, you, no, no, you but go it's ahead. no, you have my opinion. They come in, like fish and chips, please. Do you have fish and chips? No, fish and chips in an Italian yeah, restaurant. Yeah, it was an Italian restaurant. Okay, but it was on the window. Yeah, but we don't do it that way. And it's like we do look at the menu and look disgruntled, like look at the menu. Do I show you where you get fish and chips? Yes. And it's like they just walk out, and the guy, the owner, was so angry he just walks them out, squats them out. And like that's so bad because you should know you don't get fish and chips at an Italian restaurant. 
So what if they seen the sign for fish and chips? It was beside it, but it wasn't for that. They misread it, thinking they were getting proper British. I fish thought they were manhandled a bit. I, no, I think he was just annoyed at the fact that he's making good food, proper. It was lovely. Food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that proper, authentic Italian food, but, but the arrogance of saying, you know, you you want fish and chips? I'll tell you. But I think no. Kind and escort them out the, but the they, restaurant. They were being they were being a bit stuck up though. It's just fair enough. Were they? Yeah, they were, because they're thinking like, "Oh, we don't want you. We don't want your food because it's not nice. It's, it's not proper. Like if they're making out Italian food. No, it's nice. It's like it's fish and chips and that. And it's like making it, putting it down. And that's what they were doing. Well, in our opinion, it's much better than fish and chips. Exactly. Yeah. So I had the uh, garlic bread bruschetta, which is lovely, and we had uh, it was and home- you had uh, homemade pesto pasta, which was absolutely gorgeous. Which you could just eat that every day. In fact, sometimes you do. Mm. I had salmon and broccoli farfalle, far, far which, means, which means butterflies. So butterfly-shaped pasta mm. with salmon, broccoli and cherry tomatoes. That was and you gorgeous. had an espresso and I had panna cotta. Raspberry panna cotta. Excuse me? What? Ex-espresso? Yep. Espresso and I had panna cotta. Ex-espresso? Yeah. Yeah. No. S. Espresso. With a S. Yeah. Espresso. Yeah, with a yeah. No, I didn't actually have an espresso. I had oh. a, ca- a cappuccino. Oh, okay. Well, as Mrs M from Fab calls it, I'll have a cappuccino, dear. <laughs> cappuccino. <laughs> yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. yeah. The staff were very nice. It was just a pleasant and it was Italian nice and restaurant. Quiet. It was busy but quiet. If you don't mean it wasn't too yeah, noisy. Yeah, it wasn't too bright. Yeah. Uh, the people there were... It was a really diverse... Uh, bunch of staff there, I yeah, thought. Yeah, it, ni- it was nice. Because you had the... I mean, the Italian people that were running it, you had an Indian lady that was the waitress. You had, like, other demographics that were working there. I thought it was great. It was, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, we went back to the hotel. The ho- then, we, then we went back to the hotel for a bit. Just then, and we managed to, left to get to the, the train again. So we got the bus 24 down to Warren Street. Mm-hmm. And we went down fine, went down another route because we didn't go, didn't go the same route we went before. It took us a different route. And we went the last time. And then we went down and managed to ask someone for direction. We went down. And we went to a place called Leon. Leon is like a London. This was in Euston, wasn't it? Yeah, Londoners will know what Leon's is. It's like a fast food. I mean, I, I couldn't remember what Euston looked like when we arrived there, but I can certainly remember what it was like when we were leaving because it, it was a bit like a, an unfinished shopping centre. Yeah, it looked like that, it, yeah. It, it kind of put me in mind of when you read... Like a a true like a not true crime like a crime fiction novel, yeah. and it describes what the surroundings are like, and it was a bit like that. And we went we went to Leon and we went to the bookstore and stuff like that. We got M and S, got some stuff. Then the fun and games stuff. Kind of, what stuff? Like food and stuff. You know, we got like snacks. Chain. Yeah, and like trying to find it where the platform was, and you went to ask someone, but they had to wait. Yeah, she was a bit rude in the information desk. Yeah. You know, from our experience, there was a lot of rude people, and I noticed that. People don't like to queue for buses. It's first come, first serve. Yeah. So it's like survival of the fittest when you're getting on the bus. I know. And it's like... Little old lady at the back of the queue. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, the place is busy and they're all running. And the people... We know queue etiquette here yeah. in Edinburgh. And it's like, yes. you notice some, right? You notice some, like, I've seen you. Don't they think to leave early for their train? Because, like... Yeah, everyone running for trains. It's like, don't you set even, a little bit of extra time? Even the tube. Like, they run for their tube, not realise they can just wait another two minutes for it. It's like, chill. Go early enough or wait. Don't run because you're going to fall. You're gonna In fall. fact, someone did. <laughs> they fell onto their suitcase. 
I. <laughs> it's good. No, it's funny. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great, but it was a nice trip though. And I mean, then going back. Oh, going, going back. That was hell. Literally hell on wheels. Yeah, I know. Is that hell on wheels? Because it was the same train. The toilet. We were in the same carriage. The toilet was still broken, and it was even smellier. Uh, and you told me the staff were saying, I didn't notice, but the staff were looking down your nose if the ones that were not in the, the you know, ones in the... Oh yeah, the bit, the one in the premiere bit. Yeah. And uh, the the way that the seats worked, we hadn't booked tickets together because we'd, Jay had booked like A and B so that we could be together, but not realising that the row A is a row of single seats and rows B and C are double seats. Yeah. So before we got relaxed on the train and watching, well I was watching Scott and Bailey, love that show. I was listening to Doctor Who. Yeah, and so before we could relax and do that, we had to wait because uh, wait until the person came on to ask if we could swap. And the person was the last person. To and it was a, yeah, the last person that got on the train. So we had to wait until then. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." She was really grateful. She actually. was really grateful, and it was more like we were doing her a favor because she got a seat all to herself. Yeah. So and all, and then she had like this, what I would call a deconstructed sleeping bag that she put over herself. It was like a jacket away. or something. Yeah, it was like kept yeah. moving it. But you couldn't, you can't sleep on that train though, cause like no. it's too uncomfortable. I had obviously couldn't, I kept moving my legs, cause like I was getting numb and. Yeah, cause you get like spasms and things in your legs, don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, your little, little chicken legs. Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh. Yeah, and all I can remember from that was watching Scott and Bailey the whole way, and I ju- again, I found a new love for a program that's no longer created. Always happens to me. Yeah, exactly. Suran Jones and Leslie Sharp and Amelia Bullmore. Oh, they're just incredible. Sally, and well, that was written by Sally Wainwright, who wrote that thing that's just been on. Uh, that drama that's got Sarah Lancashire in it. Happy Valley. Yeah, that's it. Happy Valley. She wrote that. Oh wow. And that show was created by Sally Wainwright as well, along with an ex-police officer. Oh, cool. Anyway, we're digressing again. Yeah, and I listened to Doctor Who, which was the um, the fan the was it the Phantom of Lanyon Manor, which was really good and with the bigger ear and look. Yeah, you love your audio dramas, don't you? I do because because I'm obviously something I just need the audio input rather than the audio and the visual input. See, I need both. Yeah, but, I mean it's fine to have just just audio. No, it's good. I enjoy it. It helps me. Hence, the people that listen to this podcast that just love yeah, audio. Exactly. And also, people listening, would you? In the future, be interested in the visual as well, because I'm considering filming the podcast. I mean, it does take a lot more work, but I'll I'll definitely consider it if you want it. Yeah, let us know if you want it in colour or sepia or if you want it in black and white. We can do all three. Yeah, right. Okay. You doing the editing, like? <laughs> no. No, I'm not surprised. Have you any idea of what it's like editing? No, actually. Well, but... you know how, what it's like to edit photos, because you're a photographer, but yeah. videos... Probably a lot more work you got to do with terabytes of stuff, yeah. terabytes of files. Yeah. yeah. Well, not terabytes, it's just the. It's a pain, put it that way, it's a pain. Yeah, so what time did we arrive back in Edinburgh at? Uh, 20. 20 to 7. And we're still recovering, we're still trying to get back into our sleep. Yeah, 20 past 7. 20 past 7 in the morning. I've never been in Princess Street at that time. Ever. No. So that was interesting. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was busy. And also, you go away for like four or five days, come back, everything's changed. All the trees are blooming, but like when we left, it was they were just yeah, there. It's, cra- it's crazy, but it's nice when we got back on solid ground though. Hmm. 
Alright, but it's nice to view though from the train to you know the bit towns and cities like Kendall and all that. Yeah, and like the Pennines and things and like going through all the different industrial estates. Yeah, it was nice. Different that. train stations, it was lovely. Yeah, it was nice. I wouldn't go back and do it again in a hurry. No, of course. I mean, I love the train, but not for eight hours. No, and I would never get the bus down to London. Eleven and a half hours. No, I'd end up killing someone. Yeah. Probably me. you. Well, it might be fun. It might be comfier. Well, getting killed? No, I'm going in the, the bus with Nana. I doubt it. Yeah, a crap experience. Yeah, and then we came home, went to the local shop, got milk and bread, and went to bed for a bit. Yeah, you had to go to outer Edinburgh to get the dog. Yeah. Because mum-in-law was looking after him. Yeah. Uh, we came back, the cats had a cat sitter. They but were the, perfectly fine. But they sounded Although, like Phyllis Pierce. Yeah, so when we came back, I thought, because usually the cats greet us at the door, and they weren't there. And I thought, oh my God, they've stolen the cats. What's happened to the cats? And they didn't come out for like another 10 minutes whilst we're frantically searching for them. Yeah. But they were fine. And yeah, they sounded like Phyllis Pierce. Julia Ingle Glass. Oh, Percy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that character. I know. Oh, God bless Jill Summers. Yeah. And yeah, here we are. That was a great experience. The show was great. Seeing diff- And also in London... It was very apparent that there's so much different culture compared to Edinburgh. Because, like, there's more, like, we, we saw lots of Jewish people, we saw lots of BIPOC people. Uh, it was so refreshing seeing different cultures. Yeah, embracing themselves. Rather than just boring white Scottish people. Yeah, embracing themselves, being themselves for people. It's nice. Yeah, and, like, the thing that I've learned from my London experience is just, just don't give a shit what people think. Exactly. Yeah. Have exactly. you learned anything? I wouldn't want to live in London because it's too busy and I wouldn't ever navigate it. Yeah, I mean, us in London, like before digital maps, I suppose, we would never manage. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't at all. No, we'd end up in a completely different place. But yeah, that was our experience in London. I hope you've, well, sorry, we hope you've enjoyed listening to this. If you have, please do all the the lovely stuff like leave a review on apple podcasts or wherever you get your streaming services from you can share this podcast anytime you live with your family friends and chosen family don't forget to look out next week for the bonus episode where i'll be chatting with emmy the hair replacement specialist and yeah whatever that you're doing with your weekend or the rest of your week whenever you're listening we hope it's a good one and blessed and blessed yeah and shall we do the nonsensical advice of the week do you want to do it jay no, you do it for a change. Okay, now, the way that I do the nonsensical advice is I just look around and find an object and, well, take the piss out of it, really. So, the nonsensical advice for the week is this. Bubble wrap is not good when you've got hay fever. Because that makes total sense, doesn't it? <laughs> True. So, you'll hear from us again middle of next week and... Friday. Take care. Bye. Toodaloo.